You're listening to the VRverse, a virtual reality podcast where two friends talk all things VR. Now, let's join your hosts, the VR Realm and Dr. Oculus. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 25, start of season three of the VRverse. We're back. It's a new year. We've had some newfangled things come out since we last um, <laughs> went live. Obviously, joined by my lovely co host, Dr. Oculus. That is me. Hello. I'm the lovely co-host. Hello. The lovely co-host. Thank you for your 12-month subscription. <laughs> well, I figured I should throw money at the podcast. You know. Oh, thank you very much. Yes. Um, so, I mean, January still had releases, <laughs> which, I mean, it hasn't been as crazy as it has been over the last few months, at least. Leading up to Christmas, it's it, yeah, no, it has. It's been I, it's been such a blur. I've completely just. It feels like forever since we did this. How do we podcast? Help <laughs> yeah. me. It does seem like a long break, and we've just basically set a different. We just basically set a date, but it seems like it took a lot longer to come around than it normally does. Yeah, yeah. Although we always do it around the end of the month, it just seems like it's just. <laughs> so last time we did the awards um yeah. what has been out since then many things to be fair um i just don't remember what like my brain's just completely given up on me this last 20 minutes and i don't know why so it's one i think deserves like a big shout out because i absolutely love the games and i know you do i don't know if you've played the, it's got its full release now but retropolis 2 is now fully out every episode. I saw this, yeah. I saw that that was out. I, I don't own this, the, the, the second one. I don't own it yet. Okay, I'll sort you out after the podcast. <laughs> what about the game, though? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I really didn't expect to like even the first one. Like, I've seen you playing it on this next fest, and I hadn't tried it, and I thought... This just isn't my type of game. And then I spent so long to play the first one. And then I was just like, I played the first one as a second one. The episode of first episode of number two got released as like early access. And I was like, that's when I played the first one. I was like, why have I waited all this time to play this? Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I love the first one. The, it was absolutely my kind of thing. And then uh, I've just been kind of like so busy and waiting to do the second one that I just never got around to it, I guess. Yeah, it only came out like oh. last week, I think. So I noticed it got full. I'm like, like I lot. receive emails and stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I just never got around to, to actually looking into it. So yeah, it's definitely something that, like you say, it's one of those games that you just. It's very well crafted. Um, I dig the studio and what they're doing, and I hope they keep going. Yeah. Well, they do. I won't say what the end is, but they do leave it open for a third at the end. So I'm hoping that they carry on. Yeah. I got the impression it was a three parter. Yeah. I don't know why. Maybe they flat out said it'll be three parts. Maybe, yeah. But I did have that impression. So that's, that's at least. Um, because isn't it a bit sort of Sin City-ish where it's like, oh, yeah, it's going to do this in this one, and then the second one it's going to move over to something else, but it's all one big world? Um, It carries on the story from the first one. 
I may be asking questions I don't want the answers to. Spoilers. Yeah. yeah. But you do have to play the first one to understand the second one because it does not recap and it basically set a year after the first one and just carries on like you know the characters. So I was like, hmm. Mm. You do need to have played the first one to understand to <laughs> understand the characters re- and the dynamics and stuff. Yeah, I don't remember. I may, I maybe need to to revisit the first one before I play the second one. Yeah, so the first one was like forty minutes long, wasn't it? Like, yeah, it wasn't massive. Well, this one's about three hours long, so the oh wow, brilliant! Jumped up in there, and I'll put it in. That's good to know. In the like synopsis of my review, like the summary I put, it's like the puzzles are more polished, the visuals are more polished. Everything's improved and it's like nearly three times it's like three times the length, so it feels like it's a true sequel to what the first one give you. Yeah. So it, it has it is an an evolution as opposed to Yeah. Just you know, uh, an extension. So that's good. I look forward to that. But yeah. I'd just like to give them a shout out. If you haven't played them, don't be put off by the point and click nature of it because the storytelling's fantastic. Everything about it, it is the world's yeah. an interesting world. They make a lot of pop pop culture references, which you need to keep eye out for and things. It's very, very well done. Have we got underdogs. That's yeah. I did play underdogs the other day. That game is fairly simple in its nature, isn't it? Like yeah. it, you basically just punching mech things like it is but between the roguelite element of it and the um just the sheer physicality of the game yeah it's it's very very fun i I quite enjoyed the time i spent in it even if i did suffer the day after yeah like when i i didn't even realize it was going to be roguelike and i went in it i was like Mm -hmm. oh it's roguelike and in my head i was like you've got to do something different to stand out now because roguelike to me is like the new wave shooter Every game seems to be coming out is roguelike of some sort. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the, you know, you have your Souls-like games mm-hmm. that everybody just wants to be that kind of game. It's just the, the well, I mean, it's always been a genre of itself, but it's become like the go-to thing for a lot of things and, and people and, and different yeah. games. So it's is good as long as there is an element of progression to it because i've some of those games you literally you play it you die it and then you start exactly the same place you left and you're like what's going to help me here why how am i how am i going to defeat this super hard enemy unless i just get good yeah that that can't be the only answer so as long as it doesn't do anything like that i'm i'm in i'm i'm happy yeah it's like a i think um I've got through one run of it, and I think I've got about five hours in. Um, okay. It's only got two. You get the chain. It's on. It's only got two levels of, like, when you play, you've got night one, like where, it's, sorry, like the five, the four arenas and the boss fight. Then there's four arenas and a boss fight, and that's like the main, the main bit done. It carries on with the same sort of approach after that. You carry on for as long as you till you die. But you get the story and everything within the first two, run the first two right. Okay, runs in a row basically. Yeah, I didn't. So it, the, there is an element of progression to that, though, right? Like you unlock more parts and yeah. things. Yeah, it's going to make it. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I feel like I got to the 
end of the first round where I, I was fighting for the chain or something mm. on the first time I played it. And then after that point, it was just kind of like diminishing returns. Mm. I just, I, my, my physical prowess just, I, 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 yeah, I, I just went downhill from there. Yeah, so. you still unlock more parts, and then obviously you can then keep putting parts that you've onto your mech and stuff, and it just goes goes along. And uh, one thing I did like about it as well is this the skirmish mode is basically you can go in and choose one of your past builds you've tried on the runs. Mm -hmm. And just do a wave base mode on there where you've got a set amount of time to defeat so many enemies. But you can choose from past builds you've used of your mech to which one you want to go in with. That'll give it a bit more legs, yeah. Yeah. Is that an early access game or is it just a game? I think just like is this I think it's full release. I think it getting. just came out, yeah. Full release. Yeah. I recommend it though, it was a good time. Um price wise, I don't know why I'd recommend it out. Maybe fifteen quid. Yeah. Um, I may just completely ruin the devs and it's like 30 quid. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd give them 15 quid for it. That, that, I'd be happy with that. I think it did a good job. Like I said, you have to stand out. Like Synapse stood out. Light Brigade stands out. <laughs> and I thought, you've got to do something special to, because there's that many games in that area now to stand out. And I think the the mech approach gives that its difference for someone. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which I quite enjoyed. At first, I was like, did I really enjoy it? But as I was typing my review, I was like, I can't really find much negative to say about it, so I must have enjoyed it. <laughs> but in my head, I was like, did I enjoy it? When I was like, after I'd finished playing it. But then, when I was typing my review, I was that like, I can't say anything negative. Sense. People that created Racket and X. Yeah, one, hams one Hamza. Hmm. And it's, um, it's, it's £25 on Steam. Mm. Might be a little steep. Yeah. But it'll certainly get you moving. One thing we were waiting for, we were expecting before Christmas, got delayed. Bullet Storm. Oh. Uh, storm is definitely a word to you to describe that. I don't know if I would include the word bullet. <laughs> it's like sort of... Like, I enjoy it for what it is, but I think that's because I played it a lot of the flat screen. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think it's as bad as people have made out. <laughs> like some people have made out. I think it gets. You've got to remember, it's a game from two thousand and eleven. That's just ported to VR. They've not really tried to change anything. I I was hoping they would kind of you know modernize it and stuff, right? Like what's What's the point? I think just put it if in. If it's the... not... Like... Yeah, mostly negative reviews on Steam. Yeah. <laughs> I found, like... I did find issues... I think I put... Again, I didn't... It didn't did score, like, great on my review, but I don't think it was as bad as what people thought it was. People have made out. You've just got to go in setting your expectations if you're playing a game from 2011. That would certainly, yeah, I think a lot of people were expecting a Bulletstorm game, not a... I mean, is it a rehashing of the, the old game? Is there nothing new to it? They've basically put two new missions in where you play as uh, the woman, basically. The woman you meet halfway through it. Okay, so it is just the usual run round and kill things for points. Yeah. 
and then run around kill things up and follow the story <laughs> that's it yeah I give it a go, but it's currently mostly negative on Steam. Uh, it's thirty three fifty. I think that's the problem. Uh, it's I think a very the price, price experiment. The price is the problem. I think as well. Knocking up mm. to. Um. Yeah, it was about thirty five quid when it came out originally on console, and now we're charging just a bit less for it. This many years later. The only issue I had with it is obviously the the flat screen is very smooth. It seems like the it's weird putting it into VR makes it more clunky because it's meant to be so fast paced and turning and obviously stringing things together. It's hard to do in VR. Even with practice, it's going to be hard to do in VR. Yeah. The the, the reviews. What if Bulletstorm had censored profanity? Incomprehensibly different, uh, difficult controls. Botched physics that are worse than the original release. Weapons with permanent laser points are affixed to them and consistently crashed. Well, congratulations, you can buy it now. It's like, wow, that's a bad review. Mm. Um, yeah, people, I, I'm scrolling and I'm... Oh, no, there's a thumbs up. It crashed after 20 minutes, but um, hopefully they'll fix it soon. <laughs> that's a positive review. Well, yeah. Don't believe the reviews. This game is good. Apart from it's got really bad graphics and it's very expensive. Uh, yeah, the, these positive reviews are weird. But um, I mean, at the end of the day, everything is subjective. Yeah. Um, a lot of people are refunding this. Oof. I felt a bit That's bad for. Is it in, in Kuvo that I've made it? It is, yeah. So they made Green Hell. Yeah, so I mean, they've got like, and that got very banned when it came out. I mean, they're trying to fix it now, but. Yeah. Um, it's not a good look. Not looking good for them. It isn't, no. That's a shame. Yeah, didn't they do like did, Green Hell's okay now, right? A year later. Yeah, and they've given um, the obviously the big thing. I played Green Hell on PSVR and it got a lot. Of, they haven't fixed the resolution or anything yet on there, but they fixed the sound. They put expansion packs out, which makes it nearly the full map and stuff, like free updates and stuff for the for PlayStation version. And it's currently on sale, Green Hell, £11.69, with mostly negative reviews. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe they're just like, do you know what? Screw VR. <laughs> VR don't like us. We'll just stick to flat screen. Mm. Who knows? I mean, there's one come out that you, I know you played a bit on stream, and which you've been waiting to play the PlayStation VR version. That came out in January after a delay. It did indeed, yeah. That's just a weird cheese dream of joy. Um, it was always going to be uh, fun for me, at least. It's not completely um, flawless by any stretch of the imagination, but it, it's not a problem. Um, presumably, we are, in fact, talking about Vertigo 2. I was we haven't even said what um, I mean the game. <laughs> Yeah, massive shout to to Zim Top Five for for whipping me the key for that one. Um, yeah, I I loved what I because I saw the trailer at the Connect. Was it Oculus Connect? They first showed a trailer. I was like, why does this look like a real time strategy game? Like, what is going on with this? Yeah, 
But sure enough, it's not, so that's fine. <laughs> yeah, they made the part um, where you, I don't know if you got that far, but you're in a village and it, the trailer made it look like you were RTS in that part. And I was like, hey, that, what's that all about? Yeah, it really didn't fill me with lots of, of, of joy and, and happiness when I saw that. But sure enough, no problem. And um, yeah, so I've started playing that. I've, I say that I, I can't remember what's come out. I have got a list a mile long of, of stuff that I need to play and embargoes that are coming up and over and over again. Um, I've got another one that I'm playing tomorrow. Um, so yeah, I've had plenty to do. Yeah. Nothing massively memorable. Like Resident Evil 4 even um, escapes me. And that mm. was... Was that December? Yeah, it was December. Yeah, I, I played the first bit and I was like, oh, cool, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll play more of this. I haven't. Yeah, I played it all on stream from start to finish. Yeah, so I've... I've, I've been streaming more and yet I've done less. Go figure. We got also. I mean, sorry, with Vertigo Two, I I loved it. I played it on PC. Um, mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of uh, suggestions on it that it's a mess on to set up because obviously you've got to do your gun angle for you and stuff. But I was just like, that's just PC VR. <laughs> it's yeah, part of PC yeah, VR. Yeah. That's just PC VR. You set your gun angles and stuff. <laughs> I think it's great that it's there. And yeah. okay, so basically they've clearly ported it mm-hmm. to the PlayStation as opposed to making a PlayStation version. Mm-hmm. And with the PlayStation being what it is, surely they could have just put a fixed position in there. Yeah. I've I've never f- overwhelmingly felt the need to grab a controller and be like, do you know what? No, I want to angle it downwards like I'm pointing at the floor in order to shoot forward. I've mm. never felt the need to customize it past when I hold my hand forward, that's the direction of yeah. the gun. I don't know whether there's like a, a thing that, that I, I don't know how it would be any use mm-hmm. to change that. Like everybody's going to be holding a PSVR controller in the same manner, right? Yeah. So I don't I don't see why that would be a thing. So they could realistically have either just set the default the default to be exactly where it should be, or just you know, put it where it should be and, yeah. and not even given the the option. But I mean, this is it's one of those things. I went in and knowing that that potentially was an option because of PC VR, yeah. went into the option and was like, oh yeah, I can just, and then it's fine. It, it's a solid part. It's, it's a, they've done a good job part on it at least as well. Yeah. Um, it, For um, muggles, yeah. that maybe this is one of the first time, may, the, the, they've got a PSVR for Christmas. And they don't realize that this is a thing that happens. Yeah. Um, all of a sudden, yeah, it's like, okay, this is weird and broken. And they may not know that that option exists. Yeah. I can see it being a problem there. So there was one I played beginning of the year, and it was a huge, huge letdown. And that was Micro Machines, Mini Challenge Mayhem. I didn't even know that game was a thing. And then everybody started reviewing it and reviewing it badly. And I thought, it could have been something special. It just... But... Yeah. It's like a Scalectrics game, really. It should just be a Scalectrics game. It's all just about trigger pressure when you hit corners to make sure you don't crash and stuff into corners. 
Which, so, I mean, you're basically describing kind of thumperish. Like, you, the skill to thumper is just making sure you're pressing the right direction at the right time. There's not a great deal of anything to that. And yet people love thumper. Thumper's a challenge. Thumper's to the music. Like, I love thumper. Thumper's, like, to the music. You've got jump. You've got... You've got to use right. all, the, all the other buttons as well, not just controlled trigger pressure. So it really is just so incredibly simplistic and it's not even a, a challenge and that's what makes Micro Machines bad. Yeah, it's basically, it is basically you just use the trigger. That's, you don't touch any other button. You just use the trigger and re release your tension on it to get it to slow down when you come to corners and stuff. You don't even like press an analog to turn. It's on that set track all the time. It's just trigger pressure. That is disappointing. And one of the buttons to boost, basically, to activate a boost. That's it. Right. Yeah. No, that is disappointing. And so, is the? I mean, did you just fly through it? Is there little to no skill? It's some of them are quite hard to hit the time on, but you just get so bored of just sitting there. Like. Yeah. I think when it got announced. A lot of people like myself were expecting a micro machines game, like racing across tabletops and yeah, yeah. The the um, I mean, I always likened uh, games like RC Rush. Yeah, very similar that kind of thing. Like even the image they released to advertise it shows like five cars on it at the same time, and like. But it's just basically you can race against the ghost cars, basically, of your previous times. That's it. Can you race against friends' times? You race against your best times. It's, it's not even a leaderboard or anything? <laughs> no, it's, it is. Ooh. I mean, I feel That's... sorry for the studio, because the release that, it got panned, and then it announced that the studio that makes it's getting shut down. I think, think I think they've made over... effort, or do you think it was like, do you know what, we've put enough into it that it's functional so let's just release it yeah i don't know it's just not what i was expecting and mm. it wasn't obviously only me i think i didn't even see like one person speaking positively about it anywhere <laughs> i was like jesus i didn't see many no i think it's good if you've got like for a kid i i thought yeah wallace and gromit was one that i i felt that way about hmm I thought it was fine if you were 10. Yeah. Other than that, I just... Yeah, I wasn't... wasn't I, was, I didn't hate it, but it was just not what I wanted it to be. Not all I can think of, which, which is... I've, I will, I've played as well. That have come out since... Well, yeah. like, I'm, I'm terrible. I'm a year behind the rest of the world, so if I played it, it probably means it came out in 2020. So I, I yeah I'm I'm not gonna be much help on the <laughs> the new game front. Um, I'm trying to think what other sort of games or content I've played recently. There was another game that's just come out. Wait, has it come out or is it the embargo is lifted? Uh, that I'm playing tomorrow called uh, Orbeats. I think it was called. Oh, is that like the little one where you got the figure? I don't know. Um, we got new um, Synth Riders content. Oh, yes, we did. 
shout out to the sponsor mm-hmm. um electro swing 2 have you played it yet yes um i was going to release a tiktok showing the songs off because i like to do that for the rhythm games and I keep having to cut them down because they keep telling me getting copyright and muted on TikTok oh, for the dear. songs. That's no good. I've cut them down to 10 seconds now, hoping that 10 seconds of each song won't flag. Mm-hmm. Um, I normally do like 20 or 30 seconds of each song, so I've cut them down to 10, uploaded it. It didn't get muted, but then I realised I don't even say that I call it um, Synthwave Essentials and not Electro Swing Essentials. <laughs> I'm not even calling the track back the right thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, so that's thought, gone well. I've maybe got to. Um, I'm gonna have to re-record the video. Just when I say it, just put text on it that with a, with an asterisk saying like with the right name of it. I'll probably do that because it'd be easier. Yes. Um, yeah, it can be um, tricky. I still don't. I bloody. Yeah, TikTok is just I'm I'm too old, man. I'm way too old. I just started one for way fun. Too old. And I put like a TikTok out. I know by like, there's people I follow on there that do um like daily ones and stuff and I do basically one every few months normally. When it when it's normally when a, a music pack release is <laughs> A rhythm game yeah. releases a music pack. I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll record some of that and and play that. And then... they, For the first time ever, they reached out to me and was like, oh, hey, here, try our thing. And I was like, brilliant. I've, I've not actually responded to them yet, mm-hmm. but I have codes for the PlayStation VR version and for Steam. I own it on Oculus. <laughs> so <laughs> I can't play any of Electro Swing yet. Um... But I, I, I've never been great at synth riders anyway. There are people out there that are way better at it than me. So um, I'll, I'll play it because I like to. But mm-hmm. yeah, I'm gonna suck. Yeah, no, Orbeats is um, the. I don't know whether it's a fitness game, it's a music game, it's a music fitness game. I think it's like C Smash. So I was like, yeah, totally, oh, okay. I'm in for that. <laughs> Yeah. Um so I'm I'm looking forward to playing that tomorrow. I am looking forward to playing that tomorrow. So and it's by the looks of things it does have a, a soundtrack that I can listen to as well. So it'll certainly make one of our lovely viewers happy, <laughs> I assume. Well these are all links to Spotify. Maybe not. <laughs> so there's one thing that um I've seen discussions about is we've seen like people like Matteo and everyone been quite a few videos on youtube about the state of playstation vr 2 after it's like coming up to its first year yeah i've heard uh, tomorrow i think i heard was the i have a state of, they're doing it tomorrow yes, we have a state of play tomorrow yeah yeah and it's going to include playstation vr games it says i've says on, mentioned on the blog post PlayStation vr 2 but to me we're probably going to get an updated trailer for a game that we already knew is coming out I bet. They never do anything big at them for VR now. Mm. They seem to, I've said, they seem to do like that blog session, don't they, where for like an hour they release a new game on the blog for every 
every 20 minutes or something or every 10 minutes and then that seems to be how they do vr now yeah it's there's a lot of people are taking the way things are going with sony that either a they don't entirely believe in vr at the moment or b it's not performing the way they want yeah it to yeah um, I would love to hear a statement from Sony around this, but yeah. clearly they're never going to make that statement. Um, just I hope they're not losing faith. Yeah, because uh, they're really pushing things. I heard um, someone refer to it on a podcast listen to as um, Cross Button VR podcast. They're just PlayStation VR two podcast. I, what I listened to, and now one of them on there said it makes them. It, it's worrying them because it's making them think of. The Vita, all this push for it when it first came out. Oh, da da da, and then after that they just went. I uh, know. Oh, we'll we'll stop doing big pushes about it. And then yeah, it's they do. Oh god, I hope they don't. I really do. Mm-hmm. PSVR was such a, and the thing is, the PSVR, um, and I I risk being shunned. It wasn't that great. The PSVR was kind of shit. Mm. Most people I know got PSVR and went, eh, I want something better. Um, like even, so... even I'm like a good example. I've got the play, I bought the PlayStation VR, that's how I got into VR, the PSVR 1. As soon as I tried PC VR, I was like, I need to buy PC VR. Like, I didn't yeah. think, I've already got PlayStation VR, I'll do with that. I was like, as soon as I tried a Vive in, in game, I was like, I need one of these now. Because, I, because of the experience I got with it, with the tracking and everything, I was like, "This is what I need. I can. This does it much better." Mm. And then, obviously, end up with a Vive. But and then, I still bought stuff on the PlayStation VR. But yeah, yeah, I I did. I I very, I, I own so many PSVR games. I haven't played very many PSVR mm. games. <laughs> So, yeah, I don't. I hope they don't, because they they did a thing that PSVR is my go-to headset if I want one of the better experiences. Yeah, same here. The, the eye tracking allows it to really just pluck everything they can out of that PlayStation mm-hmm. and put it in your face. It's brilliant. So I hope it doesn't, doesn't go the way of the Vita. Mm-hmm. So, Although one thing that I, I, I go go on. Are you, I was gonna go about something else. Me too. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna change this. But um, one thing I've seen is obviously, which they spoke about on the on the podcast as well was, the announced the best selling games of 2023 of each region. Mm-hmm. And it sort of sells a story of a platform that's stagnated as well the, the the games that have got the top sales because it seems like they're all early release games that have been the best sellers so yeah sort of like does it hit the point of people have bought the playstation vr bought these games at release and then just stop using it that's why these games are still the best sellers because they're not buying the games that have come further down the line <laughs> they're just well do i want that i don't i don't know i wonder if one of the things is that Naturally, the early adopters of the PSVR are us, yeah. the VR nerds. Yeah. And typically, VR nerds 
have been playing VR for quite some time, and so everything that came out is old news to us. Hmm. So I, uh, I maybe maybe that's got an element of something to it. I don't know. See, I... The people that have adopted it early and and because you have to remember that PlayStation didn't overly push it too much. No, they didn't. They sent some giant pokeballs to people with audiences that don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I don't remember seeing. Admittedly, I don't really watch adverts. And any adverts I get on the internet, you can't trust them because cookies is a thing. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't. I just don't feel like Sony have been pushing it. I think they've got back what they put into it, yeah. which is fuck all. Like the put. So in... hopefully behind the scenes, it's a better story than what we think it is. Yeah, they release a few. They release a few adverts with like one of Ozzy Osbourne, one with the actress out of The Last of Us. But they're the only ones I can really remember seeing. Oh, yeah. I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ozzy Osbourne is fucking clueless in that advert, though. I know. <laughs> like, who is that for, really? I know. Um, so, yeah, the, I'll go through the... I've got the US and EU list here for the top-selling games for 2023. So, in the US and Canada, I'll just do the top five. We're Pavlov, Beat Saber, Kayak Mirage... Star Wars Tales from the Galaxy's Edge and Horizon Call of the Mountain. Yeah. I I mean, is that just because they've been on the market longer, so they've had more time? Mm. Um, Is that because people bought it on release, bought every game they could, and now they've Stopped. mothballed it? That's, all, that's, that, that's like the two sides of the stories. It could be, isn't it? It could be people have just played bought games on release and then just stopped using it. Or yeah. they've just been on the market longer and so they've got the chance to get more sales. Certainly possible. So EU one is Pavlov again. That's number one. <laughs> uh, Kayak Mirage number two. Beat Saber number three. Dark Pictures Switchback. And Saints and Sins Chapter 2. The top five in the UK. In the EU. It's a bit of... Sorry. Yeah, a bit of uh, diversity there, a bit of a change. Yeah. But again, they're all ones that came out earlier than later. Like, I would expect Synapse to be on here because there's like one of the best things on there. It's not on any of the top 10 lists that are out, like selling lists. Yeah, right. And, uh, Why is it not. It should be on everybody's list. Go fix that, everybody. Go buy mm-hmm. Synapse. Job Simulator's on there. If you don't, so... if you don't like it, then Paul will give you your money back. <laughs> Go and find Jimmy. <laughs> oh yeah, he'll do um, a wonderful. Yeah. Um, uh, of that. But yeah, like it's just like um, I said, it could tell two stories. Either obviously they're just be- better selling because they've been out longer, or has the platform sort of hit a point where people are buying it, people have bought it, and not buying stuff for it anymore. We don't know. Obviously, yeah. we don't really get told the stories behind it, do we? So. This is the thing, the cloak and dagger about all of the 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 behind the scenes. We don't know if it's really doing Yeah, imagine if it was doing really well, they would scream it from the rooftops, no? Yeah. And uh, people point to well, the they're... sales that Amazon released on I know it's only Amazon, but as I like met a quest and so outsold it 
tenfold in both and both both versions of it. <laughs> like, I think the VR sales like not point three percent with PSVR two on through Amazon through the VR orders or something. But again, that's Amazon, so it's only one platform. Yeah, I know everyone who bought them in the first so many months of release had to buy them off Sony, so they wouldn't have got sales from Amazon. I was gonna say I wanted to buy mine from Amazon mm. and I couldn't. Yeah, I only buy it from Sony. I wanted to buy mine from Argos. I was waiting for it to go on sale in Argos because I had to just go and pick it up, <laughs> like walk to the Argos yeah. and pick it up on the day. And then I was like, oh, and then I read it wasn't gonna come, so I was like, oh crap, I've waited till like end of January. Like I better quickly get <laughs> try and get one. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It was. Um... I'm sat there on release day. Everyone's like, oh, I've had my dispatch email. I've got my tracking number. I'm watching. And then I didn't get any of it. So I was literally looking to buy a PSVR mm-hmm. on the day. And I was just going to refund the Sony one. I was just going to ask for a refund. Like, look, don't send it to me. You've not dispatched it. Don't send it. I'll just go out and buy one right now. Um, and then while I was laid there, miserable as hell, it just turned up <laughs> without even giving me a dispatch email. So um, that was... Well, that was a weird a thing, wasn't moment. it? Because we had the um, we had the group on Twitter on release day, didn't we? Like seeing people saying where what has happened with their orders, because no one had got any updates at all. And I think I was like, oh, I've had my dispatch one, and no one else had. And I was like, well, I ordered mine like ne- yeah. ne- nearly. I ordered, I ordered mine like near the end of January. <laughs> like, why is mine dispatched I, first? <laughs> I remember I got the email, and I was just like, oh, have you got yours? And you said no, because I don't have access to the email that they've sent it to. Mm-hmm. So I gave you my email so you could try and pre-order one. Yeah. Um. So I know I pre-ordered mine before you, and you the, my email didn't work for you. So, yeah, I, I ordered mine before you, and you were like, yeah, I've got my thing, which is why I was just so miserable about it. Like, I had but, to wait till I actually went on full available pre-orders because, I, like I said, I couldn't get in that email, so I had to wait till it just released for everyone, not through these little yeah. pre, like, pre-order batches. <laughs> I was like, oh, why is mine? Like, I was like, oh, mine said it's dispatched, but no one else had, and everyone else had pre-ordered there through the link that came through, and I thought, well, this is a... I've, I felt bad for me, I, myself. I was thinking, well, I'll... it's crap if I get it, and no one else does, like, when I ordered it last, really. really. <laughs> yeah, but then again, you just got the straight PSVR, right? And there's a lot of people that pre-ordered the Call of the Mountain bundle. And I got Call of the Mountain bundle. Um, then that that's okay, yeah. yeah. You just made me cry then everyone was being investigative and then it turned out that the systems weren't updating and all that stuff like <laughs> everyone's like oh if you're mm. going to inspect it, it'll tell you what order status it's at because the pages there's a pages crashed or whatever i was like oh <laughs> yeah it's bad times mm. but it ended up everyone, you know everyone ended up getting them on the day so that was a good thing that was it yeah things things ended well in the end yeah but if um one thing that keeps popping up and i just get real kind of weird deca vibes so everybody's going on about the apple facial laptop thing and i hope it's brilliant i really do but then there are multiple um other things there's there's a lot of people i don't know whether they hate apple because it's apple or 
if it's like i'm never going to be able to afford this so i'm just going to go out there and shit talk the apple thing mm. so i feel better about not buying one but there's this headset called visor that i cannot get away from yeah i've seen this they've blocked a the guy from live haven't they because he was like talking about it not nicely about it and they've like blocked everyone who's like being raising concerns of it on twitter they're going around and blocking them all <laughs> Which again raises more oh, flags to me. It does. I I just get real real Decca vibes about it. Mm. Um, they were so they were all over and they're like, oh yeah, you can get the visor. It's super lightweight and everything. It's got no computing power, uh, but it's super lightweight and it's it's going to be way cheaper than your Apple facial laptop thing. Um, Vision Pro. I could not remember the name for all of me. I just see Alien versus Predator, and my brain was like, "It's the the think." Yeah. Um, yeah. So they say in all this, and then I they literally I got an email from them today, and their email was like, "You don't have to spend thousands. It's only four hundred dollars. That's cheaper than a Quest." I was like. Why have you changed your price from like fifteen hundred to four hundred? Mm -hmm. Either you are making a substantial loss on this, or something just doesn't seem right. Yeah. And then it turns out what it is is that you are essentially buying the headset on layaway, so you pay them a monthly subscription. They call it a forced subscription, but realistically, you are just paying the headset off in installments mm. um and you're still paying the like the 1500 but it's just like oh yeah they're, they're doing everything they can to claw in a chunk of money and it's just a little scary yeah i i, I would love to speak to somebody who's actually a tried one although i'm pretty sure there were people that tried the decker as well mm -hmm. i would love to speak to somebody that a has actually tried one and who actually knows about the headset because until I see them going out to the general public, which apparently is going to be in a few months time um, until I see them going out to the general public, I'm just going to be very wary and skeptical of that yeah. firm. Yeah. Uh, I, I think tilt five taught me a very valuable lesson and that FOMO is, is not worth it. Yeah. I mean, I've got no, Although actually I, I knew, <laughs> I knew what I was getting into with that and I still bought it anyway. I've got no interest in, in the Apple, but, I'm happy for the people who do. I'm happy they've entered the space that they've entered. They've taken a step into the space. I am so curious, and I really, really want to try one and play around with one. I just don't have that money to spend on that. Yeah. That's the problem. My my, It's all down to finances. I've always felt that Macs were overpriced because I couldn't game on one. And if I did want a game on one ad, I would end up paying three times as much as what I would pay to build it myself. Mm -hmm. But I've, like I say, I don't begrudge anybody buying one. Um, if you do, please let me know because I would love to have you show it off to mm -hmm. me. But I'm, I, I can't wait to see what Apple bring. Yeah, it's, it's also only all good of those that have entered the space because. They will bring something. Oh, absolutely. To it. The early reviews, people will be like, this is just the most horrible, most uncomfortable thing I've ever put on my face. Mm. 
But I, you, you feel like people are going to go out there and pick out all of the bad stuff because there are just certain things and companies and people in this this world that there seem to be people very vocally against them, and Apple is one of them. Mm-hmm. And they just it doesn't matter what they do; they could be like, "This is the cure for cancer," um, and and they would still hate them mm. so much. It's insane that that I I will never understand that level of hatred for a particular company, um, no matter what changes. I don't I'll never understand it. I personally don't like Apple products, but I wouldn't. They're not a bad company. Everything they make is quality. Everything that like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I just don't. It's just the the cost that puts me off. Like. I, I... It used to be the same. I always used to go Apple. I always used to go Android over Apple. Because my Apple phone was six, seven, eight hundred pound, and my Android was two. But now the Apple iPhone is a thousand pound, and the Samsung Galaxy is a thousand pound, and it's mm-hmm. like price stopped being an issue mm-hmm. um, when it came to like the phones. So then it starts becoming other things, and the biggest thing is I'm just not used to that ecosystem. I mean, I made um... I use Apple. For my MP3 player, when I used to go to the gym, I used the Apple, just the little square one, because it's so lightweight and easy to, like, it's so small and lightweight. The iPod Nano. Yeah, the iPod I've, Nano, I've got yeah. various iPods in there. I've had various iPads in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I even had an iPhone once. I had an iPhone. Yeah, I had an yeah. iPhone 4. I had a 6, and then sold it after about four months to get an Android back. I just feel I get more from an Android as a user than what I do from an Apple phone. Yeah, I I get that. I absolutely do. I mean, one of the things about the iPhone, I loved my iPhone, but only after I got it and voided its warranty by just completely destroying the the software. Mm. Um, But all the things I used to jailbreak my phone for was now become Apple features. So I just... I'm never going to have that... I don't have a massive amount of brand loyalty... People are just like, I bleed blue, PlayStation till I die. And other people are just like, green all the way. And I'm just like, I'll just buy them both. Fuck you. <laughs> I don't, I, I will never understand that kind of brand the whole, No, the whole console war thing on, on Twitter, it just breaks me every time. Like, I guarantee, like, at least once a week, somebody's going to be, there's going to be a game that's coming out and 60 FPS will become the trending hashtag. Yeah. And it'll be in reference to, oh, it runs better on a PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Okay. I find, in a, I, I do find PlayStation ones are the worst out of the two. Xbox ones aren't good, but PlayStation ones that's... just. Because they have the superior console. Yeah. So the people that, you know, if you're going up to a fight and you're going to get your ass kicked all the time, you're probably going to shut up a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) But I don't, I don't, I don't see the point. I don't, I'm never going to have that kind of commitment to a, to a brand. No. I mean, the latest, Um, the latest one I've seen, which was, Obviously, Power World's not on PlayStation. And I was watching... Really? Yeah. <laughs> and I was watching a video about it saying, like, talking about how PlayStation fanboys have got salty over Power World. 
and there's this one who's but he was showing this really? yeah he was showing this one this one person was like oh i'm like i'm not bothered that we don't have power world we have this and we have this and we have this and we have this type thing and then but then for the next two days every tweet was about why he's not bothered that they don't have power world and i was like i think that's a sign that you're bothered you don't have power world because you, you, you spent two days <laughs> tweeting about not being bothered about having it <laughs> I think you doth protest too much. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, no. But I think it's because of just... Xbox have got a game that's doing well that they don't have, and they can't Which take that. Which is weird. That... It is weird to me. I mean, I, I, maybe they throw money at the developers, or I, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Because Microsoft is a Western company. Mm-hmm. Sony is an Eastern company. Yeah. And they're in Japan. I know. So very and weird, but yeah. Of course, we we're talking about a lack of releases. We're talking about Power World. Let's let's move on to to the main subject. We you have bastard. We have a new PC VR has a a new mod. I mean, I know you would tried it, and we you discussed a little bit on the last episode. Um, if obviously getting to look at it, um, but it came out. They said it was going to come out before New Year, and then they released it before New Year. I was expecting a delay. Didn't lie. No, I was expecting. I was expecting a delay because obviously it got like a few days before the end of the year, and they were like, "Oh, it's out now. It's coming out today." What? <laughs> and that is the Unreal Engine VR mod. Um, I've. It's once again, it's reinvigorated my desire to buy flat games mm-hmm. in a big bad way. I've bought so many games and games I would never dream of going anywhere near. Same here, yeah. As well. Yes, I, I will always maintain that motorbikes are three wheels short of a, a decent mode of transport. Mm-hmm. Well, I've bought like five motorbike games in the yeah. last month. And it works surprisingly well. Yeah, I was like, obviously I've seen you using it first on your stream, I had a chance to try it, and I was like, oh god, this seems like it's a faff on to get working. I know the problem was obviously trying to stream and play these games and and all this at the time, but I was just like, oh no, this is sounds, this looks like a nightmare. It hasn't got a um, seems like it's going to be a faff on to get working, and is it really going to do enough? And then. All I do is play. I've played more on that than I've on played VR games of since it came out. It's definitely like a lot of the time I'll find myself with an hour or two in the evening and I'll literally just stop firing up games. Games from forever ago as well. Mm-hmm. Have you tried Abzu? No. I played that game many, many years ago and finished it, which is why I thought, eh, I'll not bother. And I launched it, and I found that I couldn't remember a damn thing. And it is stunning in VR. There are games that you like, oh, yeah, this isn't going to make any kind of a sense. Because I vaguely remembered Abzu just being like a side-on diving game, mm. but it, it's not. And then when you go first person with it, it it's got some absolutely stunning environments. And that's a seven, six, seven-year-old game. Mm-hmm. 
it works really, really well. So if you own Abzu, give it a go because it's it's totally worth it. I think I bought Abzu on the PlayStation, so I didn't buy it on PC. And I, I imagine it's cheap as hell as well. Mm. You probably get it for pounds. Mm. Um, I mean, my first big time I spent in it was I bought Soul Calibur Six because I thought that. See, that's another. That's another genre that I'm like, ah, it's not going to benefit from VR. Is it? I. Is it a good thing? Like, does it? Yeah. You you dig? Yeah. Really? Do you go first person with it and and fight, or do you still say side on and just play in three D? Still, still say side on and have it like a three D rotating around the environment type thing. Yeah. And I got I bought like Soul Calibur's my favorite fighting game, like series. So, and Soul Calibur, I've seen Soul Calibur six was on the list of games, so I went on thing with CD keys and it was about five or so I was like, oh, I'll buy that. And then over the next two days, I mean. Let's see, it's about well, sorry, it was over about three days. Oh, close steam. I think I've got about 15 hours in it over three days, and I was just playing it in UEVR. Just sat there, like, I will just keep playing this and going back and playing it and playing it. Might help that I love the game so much as well, so I knew I was going to love the gameplay. Yeah, it could help. I suppose a, a prior um, a desire to play the game, I hate fighting games, which won't help. If I own a pre-existing fighting game, I'll give it a go, but yeah. not in a rush. If if it was maybe, if I got changed from, like, a, a McDonald's, so we'll say, actually, no, not a McDonald's. I could spend 20 quid in there, easy. Uh, a, a double quarter, no, a double cheeseburger. Mm-hmm. What do they retail at? I just go onto the website and say, give me 10. Um, I, given the choice, would I play Soul Calibur for 10 minutes? Or eat a double cheeseburger. I'm going to choose the cheeseburger. Mm. So let's see how much I would be willing. 13 said 199 For a double cheeseburger? Mm. I should start buying more. <laughs> so two quid then. So I, the, my, my, my go-to budget for a fighting game is £2. Mm-hmm. But I do kind of want to try it. I also try the Tekken 8 demo. There's a Tekken 8 demo. Try the demo of Tekken 8. Oh, there we go. Yeah, I'll be fine. That that works all right in the UEVR. Well, it works well. And then in my head now, I want to buy Tekken, but I'm like, it came out last week. It's like 40 quid on CD keys for the Steam version. I'm like, oh. But then I'm thinking, man, I only just wanted to buy it because it's supported by Unreal Engine VR. If it wasn't, would I buy it? And I was like, I probably wouldn't. So I've held off it. Just... Soul Calibur still have like the story mode where you're like walking around a map and, and yeah. fighting people for reasons. Yeah. God damn it, it's seven quid. <laughs> so like you use you move around the map with a pointer and then it'll be like, oh fight this person for this reason. And level it's got like level progression on the six, so you're like level fifty is a top top cap. So you might fight people who are higher level than you, which it always goes wrong. But you've just got to move around the map and choose the right fights which is yeah because you could like you could unlock um upgrades as well i think am i making that up on that story i'm getting on that story one you get like upgraded level upgraded weapons that do more damage and more things that are but that's right yeah six pound thirty nine (laughs) 
so I'm buying Soul Calibur right now. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's um, so. It could be good. It could be good. Could be not good, but it could be good. So I'm a, I'm a, I'm a try it. I'm a mm-hmm. buy it. You've sold me. What else have you tried though? Um. One that I always got a official was announced of an official VR mode, which ended up just being an experience, and that was Disaster Report Four. And oh yeah, I remember you you playing that one a while ago. Was did that start out as a PlayStation game? I forgot my card number. I think so. But I, I, it said to get in a VR mode. You offered me a, a a review key for it when it came out, and then I found out you had to pay like. The sixteen-hour flat-screen campaign to unlock an experience, a VR experience. <laughs> it's just yeah, that's that's not worth it. And I was like, the experience was walking around one of the disaster sites, and I thought, oh, this would be this would be great. If the full game was in this, and then turns out it's supported by UEVR, so we got. You full... actually got to. I've now got the, full the, the whole thing. I spent ages setting the first person on camera up as well, like using the UEVR things to get out with third person and re- after I'd done it remembered if you press left bumper it puts you in first person mode in the game <laughs> well I maintain and seriously I know that you a good few games you can have a decent experience so when I've been playing like ride for example yeah there is a first person mode but the camera just seems that little bit ever so slightly off yeah um and then especially if you come off the bike it doesn't it doesn't work properly either uh whereas if you actually do go in and attach it to the rider's head you will have a much better time yeah and you'll get the appropriate experience with it so even if it does have its own first person mode it is still always worth attaching it mm-hmm. to the uh to the head attaching the camera to the head rather than using the first person mode it is better so I, I do recommend that. I've I even started my own Discord section in Discord where I actually just mention my findings around the games mm-hmm. that I play. Um, there's not many on that list, and I've certainly played more than there is on that list. Yeah, but yeah, I've generally had a pretty great time with everything that I've tried. So some of them. I didn't get on with. Okay, some of them you do get mixed results with some, like, and it's just a case of tinkering with your settings on the game, like your graphic settings mm. and stuff. Like, it's weird. There's parts like high on life sometimes works fine for me, and then sometimes it's just like I just don't want to work. But I've got the same settings, and I have to go in and reduce some settings. I'm like, well, why? Like, next, and then I'll launch it again, and then I'll up the settings again. It'll work fine. Um, that's odd yeah. yeah but there's somewhere i've tried and knocked settings down and it just i mean i'm only using a 2080 so like sometimes i knock the settings down i'm like i'd rather not play it if i need to play it looking like this if you know if you know if you know what i mean like oh but that's me running yeah. a 2080 it's not many games have done that it's more obviously the the newer releases that cause that problem like the ones that games have released recently like disaster apart i can put that on ultra on everything and it runs absolutely fine i've um, certainly potatoed a couple of games um 
But then again, they, they kind of looked fine anyway. Yeah. There are some games that just do not benefit whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, they work perfectly fine. You can, you know, sit there and play them and stuff. But, like, there was a, a 2D side-scroller <clears throat> that I tried just to see how it'd go. Not well at all. Yeah, I seen... It was literally everything was paper-thin. I seen Bloodstained was on there, which is like a 2D metro. 2D side scroller Metrovania type game. And mm-hmm. I was just like, I haven't got it. And I was like, I'm not even going to, I wouldn't even buy that one to try because I can't imagine it would make a, no. a big deal with that. Um, and, but then, yeah, there are other games. Some games I cannot get the sixed off controls mm. right or working. Um, some games, oh, Space Hulk. So you launch the game. And it's a first-person game anyway. But the moment you try and change any of the settings, it just crashes the game. Mm. You can't attach the camera to the head. You can't attach a camera to a, a hand. or any, uh, You can't attach a gun to a hand or anything like that. The moment you go into anything other than just make this 3D, it just breaks it. So, yeah, that one, I would certainly say uh, avoid that one. And then Orcs Must Die. Um, I played that one weekend with Bol. I had a blast playing that game hmm. in VR. Admittedly, though, the motion controllers, once again, waste of time, just yeah. use a, a control pad. So varying results from various games, but I'm, I, I'm just so astonished by by the game itself. Yeah. Um like how Redeemer. easy it is. How easy it is just to um inject it as well. Like I was a yeah. When I first got into PC VR, I was quite an avid user of Orpex. Like because mm-hmm. it allowed me to play a game, some games like I wanted to play them. Um but that Trying to get everything right for that is difficult. Yes. Yeah. Is a, a even just get it to inject is like you've got to go and find the right profile. You've got to import that into Vorpex. You've got to, and it's like a. I mean, yeah. These do it. These do profile injection. It's so much easier than the one on Vorpex. Like someone will share it, do, inject, choose a zip file. Yeah. Boom, the profile's done for you. Like. <laughs> It's it is insane how easy it is to use. Um I I just can't fathom the the work that they've I mean clearly they're latching onto a thing that's part of the Unreal engine. Yeah. Um that, that makes absolute sense. But just yeah, the amount of sort of worlds this has opened up, I find myself just being like, is that an Unreal game? Because I, I will buy it. Yeah. As I say, I've got so many dumb games. Some games have worked brilliantly. Some games don't even work at all. There's uh, a tool that people have, have, have recommended called Rypal that will basically tell you the games that you own, the engine that they run in. Mm-hmm. I broke that one time and I've not been able to fix it. Um, mm-hmm. I... I it was what I was sort of doing just before this this stream was trying to fix that because mine is just constantly searching for games, 
and I need it to stop searching for games so I can tell it to then show me all of the games that are Unreal Engines. Yeah. So it would be, it'd be great if I could fix that so I can see what games in my library are Unreal again. But um, I just I cannot get over how many different games that I'm now very seriously considering. Yeah. Just purely because of this 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 mod. Well, but before we went, before we got on the call for this, I was basically on the 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 spreadsheet they've got saying which games have been tested and searching a game that I thought, oh, that's got an interesting name, and I've just made a sticky note of links to where the cheap on CD keys. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, if any point I go on there and say, oh, I'll try this game and shut, put the link in and then buy it off CD keys for like cheap. And <laughs> well, at this point, um, I think their Discord, the the flat to VR Discord, has got more people trying stuff and more yeah uh, things than the spreadsheet has now. Yeah, and so I went on there and we've got the six stuff for Pal World, which then I stopped using. Because I just felt like holding the trigger and swinging your arm to do stuff. I thought I'll I'll just I'll just go back to using <laughs> a I'll just go back to using a controller. <laughs> Have you tried to UEVR mod an already existing VR game? No. I haven't either, but I feel like there are one or two games that it may potentially have a use. Hmm. Maybe, even if it's just to change, like, um, the way the controls act and things like that. Yeah. There are certain games that are both flat and VR games, and the VR support kind of fell off from the devs and it may actually make it available for modern headsets. Yeah. So I think that's another thing. But also the thing that one of the things that's come out of it is that a lot of the devs that didn't want to invest the time and money into making their games VR and literally just launch their game, click a button and be like, shit, this is what my game looks like in VR. Yeah. I think this is pretty cool. Didn't Factor VR's Discord uh, tweet about saying they've had quite a bit of contact from devs who've now tried their games in VR and saying we'd like we're interested in it now. Yeah, there is. Um, the, it's I've I've heard many a story. I mean, after the show last month, I was telling you about another game um, that's still not announced. I don't think it's announced, so we can't talk mm-hmm. about it. But it was, you know, modded for VR, and they were like okay, we really, really like this. We're about to update it and break your game, but here's how we're going to fix it, and then you keep going. Yeah. <laughs> you keep going and mod our game, because this is brilliant. And so they have added so many great different bits and bobs. So it's nice to know that devs... The the thing that's probably stopping them is is knowledge gaps and financing. Yeah. And not that they think VR is, is wrong or a fad or weird or whatever. So that's good to know. Yeah. I think it's good that it's bringing people with like, bringing people's interest to looking at it. I think we need, like I said, even just lo- you... looking and then like what it does, and then it might just make them think, you know what? If we get the, if we can get an extra investment, or we can get time and knowledge, like we could look at doing this. Yeah, absolutely. I think that that's certainly the case. 
There's a few games that are unreal but don't work. Yeah. And that's been disappointing. Um, they re-released the Batman Arkham games with a more modern Unreal Engine on consoles. Mm. But the PC versions didn't get the update. So that's using an old, like, UE3, I want to say. Yeah. Um, and so they don't work, and that annoys me. I really wish that worked. Um, what broke me was trying the Mass Effect Legendary update edition with the free games on were updated to Unreal Engine 3. And I was like, ooh. And then it's just like, nah, don't. Ah, I was like, no, three. why no? Why can't it be it? Four. <laughs> and then another one was that I saw on the, uh, there's a PC magazine website or whatever that lists Ghostbusters as having UE support. That's not the new one, the, the Spirits Unleashed. It was an old Ghostbusters game, and I was like, oh, I love that game. That game is basically Ghostbusters 3. Yes! It turns out that it's not that game, and there's some random, weird, stupid, top-down shooting Oh, yeah, which is terrible, game which is terrible. That was just abandoned, and it's like, you have to really search to find it. And that's the Ghostbusters game that was made in Unreal. And I was like, oh, man. I was so looking forward to playing the Ghostbusters video game. And then I couldn't. So yeah, that disappointed me. The the group of people who I used to do flat screen game with, we all bought that Ghostbusters game the day it came out on um, Xbox Live because it mm. was like a four-player, like, like, yes, look, we can co-op four-player, blah, blah. And then like after about one level, we're like, why have we bought this? This is terrible. Yeah, it, it looks looks really really bad. <laughs> so that was um that was a big big disappointment. Did you buy SpongeBob? I already had SpongeBob. It works so well in UE VR. I have zero desire to play SpongeBob, but it works so well. I that just... was one that um, Alex put me in when I did the demo. Yeah, I bought that on day of release. SpongeBob. <laughs> Rehydrated. Really? <laughs> yeah, about the edition. That I, I knew you. Came like a soundtrack and everything. <laughs> um, so I've, yeah, I've had some great experiences. Ones that I've not even. I, I still want to tweak a little bit. There's a game called Bullets Per Minute, which is a music-based roguelike, like Doom shooter. I just seen that on um, when I was doing my CD key search before this. Hmm. I put it on my list. I think it's about one pound ninety-seven on CD keys or something. Totally buy it. Buy it. It works so well. Um, the sixed off controls I was having a bit of a problem with, though. The moment I mapped the gun to my controller, it made it tiny. And then when you died and respawned, it stuck it back on my face again. Mm. So either I'm screwing the, pro uh, the profile up, which is probably accurate. Um, but yeah, but it, it works pretty well. The downside is that it also adds latency to the controls, and it's one of those games where latency is a it's thing. It's a big issue, yeah. But the game basically puts it in easy mode for you, so it's not as much of a problem. The next one I'm getting is... So, yeah. Next one I'm getting, which um, it's going to be soon, I'm getting Session, a skateboarding game. I found out that's made in Unreal, and I've seen... Is it Tony Hawk's Unreal game? Yeah. 
one and two remasters, are you? Yeah. So that's another game you could potentially try if you own them. But the guy who made me buy the Monster Rally, uh, the Monster Motocross game, he released a video of him playing Session in the first person mode, like with the camera set up, and mm-hmm. it just looks so good. Like when he was looking down, he's looking at like looks so realistic and stuff like that. And this is this is something I need. <laughs> so that's the next. So thing I actually buy. bought um, about three of the monster games. Mm. They all work. Yeah. Uh, I got Monster Supercross One, Monster Supercross Two, Monster Energy Supercross, the video, official video game Two. Mm-hmm. I bought um, Dakar Eighteen. Hmm. An off-road driving game, yeah, which plays really well in UE. I, I have no idea how to play the game though. Um, they, they're like, "Oh yeah, turn left at the hill," and I'm like, "It's it's all hills. I don't what I don't. I uh, yeah, I failed miserably at that one." Um, Ride Four, as I say, I bought a bunch of motorbike games as well. That looks and plays great. MotoGP Twenty, MotoGP Pro. So many different games that I'm just like, that's unreal. Fuck it, it's worth a couple of quid. Let's buy it. And I've I've just been playing them. Tell you one thing I was interested in looking at the Moto GP. I'm pretty sure when the ET controls were being shown off, not the Steam version, the flat screen version, they were using them and turning it like a rev, and it was like revving on when they were turning the controller. I'm sure that's a demo they shown. I thought I could use my mm. ETs and rev on a motorbike gun if it if it was MotoGP. I would, yeah. I one thing I would love to sort of. Well, I mean, let's face it. We're never. I'm never going to be able to have something that's going to be able to hold me. But um, just like leaning to turn and stuff. Yeah. But realistically, you kind of want to get your knee down and and have like your face next to the ground. And then be able to write yourself, and yeah, that's yeah, never going to be a thing, is it? I don't. Um, not at home, anyway. Yeah, but I've got like yeah, I've made a list of things I want to buy off CD keys, and where like just put all the links. Other one which I think you... I'm worried about getting because I think it'll take a lot of my time. Uh, Mech Warrior Five <laughs> on Game Pass. Mm. That's any good to you? I think about. I think it's about six pound on CD keys. Is that all? Yeah. Uh, I I I I have it on Game Pass. I might try it because yeah. that, like you say, that could go really really well. I have Aliens Fireteam Elite. Mm. I'm just trying to get the guts to play that one. Um. And I've got to the point now where I've bought Unreal games to play, and I've forgotten which ones I've bought. Because I also bought various bundles at the same time, and I'm like, was that a bundle or is that an Unreal game? Like (laughs) WWE 2K23. I don't think think I would buy that. I think 2K do their own bundles, like their own engine, don't they? Yeah, that, that would make sense. I suppose 2K Lego Drive was on was on Unreal Engine. So I guess it depends on which studio. Yeah. Um, which is why I want RyPal to work. I need to... Clearly it's got some sort of file buried somewhere in my PC and I need to, to delete it and, and find that file and then... 
it will work, hopefully. Then I can find out what actually works. Yeah, I'm also, I mean, I know I've told you as well, I'm looking for like a proper turn-based RPG that's not Octopath Traveler. Because Octopath yeah, Traveler is like a, more like I, of a 2D flat one rather than a proper 3D big one. You know what I mean? I have various games that somewhat fit that, but I don't think they are Unreal. I think a lot of those turn-based sort of RPG that's not Octopath, I feel like they use... A lot of them use, uh, um, a lot of them use Unity, I think. Yeah, they're going to use like uh, your your Unity or your your Godot or something like yeah. that, or even RPG Maker. Like a lot of them kind of use that kind of thing. So, yeah, they they're not going to be on real games, which is a shame for you. Yeah. Well, I'm interested in that code vein. I might try that. The one you sent me to have a look at. Which you found, which is more, I just see like, the words JRPG and send them to you. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> don't don't take my word for I'm it. Tempted to try that one. I looked at that one. It's meant to be more hack and slash type combat, but like at least got the JRPG element. So I might just try that one. So at least I've tried one mm. as well. Yeah, there's a few I'll have a, I'm gonna look at. Um, I want to try that. Martha is dead. Like a psychological horror game based on World War by Wired Productions. I wouldn't mind okay. trying that one. So many games. I I need to I need to get back into. Well, the problem is that the the spreadsheet isn't all of the games. Yeah. So now I'm just looking at uh, my library and like, all right, I'll try that. I'll try that. I'll try that. Yeah. Uh, wasn't one of the Marvel? Is it Midnight Suns? Yeah, I know one of the, yeah. I think that's a epic Unreal game. Yeah, I'm sure that's on the list, on the spreadsheet. Hmm. But yeah, I'm interested in I'll just keep trying ones. Like you said, I'm like you, yeah. I'm just like back, buying games I probably would never have looked at just to think, oh, that could be good in VR. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> so... I think, oh wow, I bought so many games over Christmas as well mm. that I've I've not gone anywhere near. I owned the best forklift operator. <gasps> I wanted to play that game for so long. That reminded me today, when I was looking through the spreadsheet, I realised bus simulators on there. I've spent seven... Bus simulator? Yeah, I spent 17 hours in that game, in non-VR. I, I didn't realise, because a lot of the... The simulator games are kind of made by one company that just made a simulator engine. Mm -hmm. And so they're all in that. It's not unreal. Like all of your Hunter Call of the Wild and all that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. It's all in their own proprietary engine. Yeah, I spent 17 hours playing it until I could buy my own my own bendy bus. And then I was like, I've, my life's complete. I now own a bendy bus. I never went back to it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if that's your goal in life... <laughs> Um, and that is that is what you go for. So I might I'll go back and probably play more of that as well. Oh, that's how like... Did you ever I just want to sort of step away while I remember. Did you ever play much Nintendo 3DS? No. 
I've never really been a handheld console person. No, I've got a 3DS. I bought it to play Pokemon for for um I was working away and just had a bout of nostalgia and me and the guy I worked with my boss at the time, we talked ourselves into wanting to play Pokemon and we were going to say right this job is kind of slack and we're bored on an evening. Let's go out. We'll buy a Nintendo. We'll buy Pokemon at exactly the same time. We'll start. You go red, I'll go blue or whatever the color combination was at the time. Yeah. And um, at the end of the week, we will have a fight with our best Pokemon. Mm. I was like, yeah, let's do it. So it was something to entertain us for a week and it cost us hundreds. Mm. Um, and then that's it. I never really went back to the console. After that, that one challenge. Um, but they released a new mod for um, the emulator for that, didn't they? For yeah. Quest. Yeah, Citrus or something. Called, I'm kind of tempted to try it as well. I want to I wanna mm. try that. I just don't know where I'm going to get the games from. Like, I can... Look, there'll be a way of dumping the games that I own. Yeah. I just, yeah, I don't know if I want to put that kind of time in to go, oh, yeah, and then move on with my life. Yeah. We had, um, yeah, I think the only handheld I really spent a lot of time and money on was the original PSP. <laughs> I, I bought three of them. I bought a PSP. Then I bought a white one because I um I wanted to do dodgy things with it, mm-hmm. but still have one that wasn't dodgy. Um, and then I bought a, a a slim one. Yeah, I bought a Vita. Loved it. I was no, n- never I, used it. Yeah, my Vita is in the cupboard, the 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 drawer next to my bed. Every now and again, I'll turn it on and just scratch that itch. Mm. But they shut the servers down, didn't they? So you can't buy games on it anymore? Yeah, I think so. Is it a game? I think the last thing I like, the last one I've spent a lot of money on was the PSP. The original. But with, um, I mean, I had Championship Manager on there, so a lot of time got spent on Championship Manager. Okay, yeah. <laughs> You're one of those people. Yeah, well, I was. Not really, no. I play FIFA, but not any management games anymore. Is there anything coming out that's um, floating your boat? What's what's coming soon? Coming soon? L- Lord Mower's Sim was announced recently. Border Bots. Border Bots? What's Border Bots? It's published by Team 17. It's like a... You have to, let, <laughs> you have to decide whether you let robots through Border Patrol, but it's like through a border thing, you stamp the pass to let them through and stuff. It looks like one of these, not like, it looks simple in design of one of these ones where, like the bar, like horror bar and stuff where they come and they'll tell you what order they need. And then you need to, mm. you get timed. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate those games. So you get timed. It's like a model of a robot will come up, it'll have a, a badge on it. And then you've got to look at the badge thing and make sure it matches on the on the badge thing to say that it's not a fake badge. You've got to match out to the right robot on the form and stuff, and okay, the right yeah. date, and then stamp off, let them through, or not it's let them through, basically. Papers, please, but yeah, but yeah, yeah. I thought it looks. That's out next month, I think. 
And that looks, okay, looks well, that's good to know. A very um, interesting, could be fun. Could Might not work. I think there's... Um, Christ, what was it called? It was like TSA Security. There's a game about being the airport security, which I imagine was very similar. Yeah. Where it's like, yeah, don't let the drugs through. Mm. There's what was the other one? Oh, thirteen. You mentioned there, mannequin. Yes. Yeah, that looks good. That's like prop hunt, right? But yeah, it's like you're an alien that can turn into a mannequin. But there's mannequins that are just placed around the the area as well so the idea is if you see someone coming you need to pause and get yourself as a mannequin yes obviously the person needs to i like the sound of that because that's also um fast travel yeah so i've been playing that's gonna be good i mean i can't really say much about but i've been playing and the alphas and betas of it and Mm. it's it sold me on it the alpha and beta sold, sold me on it like massively like it's something different in that area. Yeah, I'm I'm down. I'm down to play that game in a big bad way. And the funny thing was, I played on the alpha. I think this third alpha test. And then, oh, was it the third, third close, close bit? It was one of those. That was the alpha all the bit. And then they just decided they were just going to pick some random people, who, five random people who played it and give them a key of a fast travel game's choice, of, a game of their choice. And, the, and they picked me. And I was like... Cool. Because we were playing it on Quest, it has to be a Quest game. And I was just like, I don't really fancy Vampire Masquerade. I've basically got more of their games because they give me them anyway. And I was like, Yeah. I was like, Oh, actually, I got Ghost Signal on PlayStation, which I really loved. And I thought, It'd be good to have that as a, a, game, on a, quest. a game I can play on the go if I need to go anywhere and I take my Quest anywhere. And I was like, Yeah. I'll take a Ghost Signal one. <laughs> But no, yeah. that's that's absolutely a great plan. Yeah, it's definitely one I look forward to. When the trailer first came out for it, I, it made me think of until I actually realised what it was. But the gameplay trailer when it first announced it, I think it was that upload showcase, wasn't it? Because it was sponsoring that. Um, I was like, oh, it looks a bit like uh, Mercenary versus Spies on from Splinter Cell because of like the design of it, and then. When I found, okay, yeah. Then I found out more, and it was like, oh, you can, you basically aliens that can turn into mannequins. But it feels so good when you turn into a mannequin and people walk and they basically stood right next to you and don't realize that it's you. I, I once again don't want you to breach anything, but um, do you know when you turn into a mannequin? Yeah. Do you physically have to stay still? No. Like. Okay, thank God. So you pause, and then you press your button to turn the mannequin, and it'll just be in that pause. Then you can move. It'll stay in that pause. You can just... Yeah. Yeah, because I thought that at first, and when I first did it, I actually asked the person, because I think I joined it about half an hour in the first one, and I was like... I I actually got in the pause, and I was like, staying still. And the guy was like, I think he's next to you. Like, come around the corner, you can you have a look. And I was like, No. I like they'll know it's me if I move, and they're like, "No, you can move now." I was like, "Oh, <laughs> sorry, thanks." <laughs> that was the thing. Yeah, yeah. it was. Um, I was like, oh, no. I, I don't think I could like. It, what happens if you sneeze or you move or something? Yeah. Like it, it would just give you away too much. But 
but yeah, no, that's good news. Good. Yeah, I, I'm definitely wanting to play that. Like, it looks good, and then of course it's fast travel, so yeah. I think it's going to have a good bit of quality behind it, which is going to uh, help it tremendously. I remember. I mean, it's not really saying much of what to know about the game. You can freeze. I remember playing it with the the. I think the third test, and I was playing it with someone who'd only just joined for the third test and never made any other two. And he was on my team, so I was trying to teach him stuff. Like, he was saying, oh, like, what do you find good, blah, blah, blah. And then mm-hmm. we were in this room and we heard them coming, so like, quick, we need a thingy. And he said, you can, he was like, you can tell you've played this a lot. Because I, like, ran over to one of these, like, computer terminals and put my hands like I was using the computer and froze myself. Because the mannequins you find are normally in natural positions, the ones that are set about the map. Yeah, so I was going to say, is it... It didn't look like I, like it's unnatural because there's a random mannequin look like it's doing something. All the mannequins that are hmm. set out around the map are in natural positions. Yeah. So, thinking like, some are in unnatural like, positions. If I was to do like, like a Michael Jackson pose... That's probably, yeah. <laughs> would it be obvious? Yeah. Or... Because I think, I think one of the elements for that, for that game, is going to be trying to get away with the most insane poses. Yeah. I mean, there's some that are I think in that's random poses. one pause. thing I will end up doing. There's some that are in random poses, but there's also ones that are in natural poses. So it's not like if you decide to do something natural, you look out of place. But yeah, it's a good, definitely a good. It's got to be price right, I think, as well. I think that's going to be the, the deciding hmm. point. I think for people. But I would love this to be one of those games that keeps the online player base because. It it's gonna die without it, but knowing them, it's gonna be cross platform now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I noticed they said to be on releasing on Steam, and they always do cross platform. Yeah. So with that, it's gonna be incredibly helpful. Yeah. To keep the the community present and and playing. Yeah. Um, Thirteen talking in the chat there as well, which I found earlier, and I was like, "We'll have to tell Doc about this one." And then found out it was already on your Amball's wish list. Escape Simulator VR, where the co-op escape room. So I actually chatted with the devs about that. They wouldn't tell me anything, mm. um, but I, I I liked the the sound of it. So the people that make one of my favorite games one of my wife's favorite games that we were here uh together forever th- those games um they're the ones that have been tasked with making this a vr game mm. because i was like what the hell is going on because one of the we were here games started out and it was a vr game and i was like where did the vr support go why is it not coming back for all the others um and they were like, oh, the, the game itself was the student project hmm. that just ended up becoming a full game. Like, we we, we took over it. I was like, oh, okay, fair enough. That's that's great. Make it VR. And they are like, well, we are doing Escape Room VR. And I'm like, that's you're doing the Escape Academy, is it? Escape Escape Simulator. Because hmm. there's two of them that are very similar. Um, yeah, and they, they were doing that. I was just like, oh, tell me more, tell me more. And they were like, I can't. Um, but if you've got, because I bought that, I bought two copies of that to play with Kerry, because that's the kind of thing we play together. Uh, and then as soon as I found out about that, I've stopped telling her I want to play that game, because hopefully the VR version will play with the flat version. Yeah. 
Yeah, when I seen that, I was so like, very much looking forward to that. I just finally came across it on Steam today, and I was like, "Oh, hold on, it's like four. It's like co-op. Like, and it the screenshot looks like it's got three or four players and some of the shots." And I thought, "I'll have to tell Doc about this." Like, room, like, because mm. Rooms of Realities was that good, like playing it like that. I dig that, yeah. And then I went on, yeah, when I look in the stall, yeah, you and Ball had it on the wish list. I was like, okay, I don't need to tell him. <laughs> <laughs> what I frequently do is. I will either A, look at Bull's wish list and be like, oh, I want that, and then go and add it to my wish list. Or he's actually put this thing in his Discord that tells you about every single game that, that comes out. Mm-hmm. And so I literally just go in there and start shopping on Bull's Discord. And I was like, oh, I'll buy that one. Um, um, or I'll put that on a wish list and buy it when it's cheap. So, yeah, it's likely that if Bull's got it on a wish list, I've probably got it on a wish list too. Mm-hmm. Or if I've got it on my wish list, it's because he does. Thirteen um, said the War of Being, War of and being. I had never heard of this game, but I'm now looking at it on Steam, and I'm like, that looks pretty, and yet also kind of shit. It's oh, that's that's interesting. Steam. I've never um, Single player VR adventure. It's out apparently. Like I can buy it for five quid in early access. Oh yeah. It came out in 2023. Oh, you pick an obscure one from a list. Ah, right, okay. There was one that came out... I don't know what it's called now. Similar to games you've played. Moss? I don't think so. Let me just have... I need to have a quick look. There's one that I've seen that... I think it came out now, but... It's never heard anyone even talking about it. Heart Shot. I don't know. What? A game called Heart Shot. It's like a, it's like a James Bondy type game. I see this February twenty four. Yeah. So it's coming out at the end of next month. Yeah, I think it's meant to come out in January, and I thought I've never heard anyone talk about it. Obviously, it's. I've got late. three friends with it on wish list. Hmm. Heart Shot is a story story driven VR espionage thriller where fast chaotic gunplay meets retro inspired cinematic environments armed with high tech magnet gloves seize weapons from fallen enemies and manipulate your environment to make your way through a mysterious subterranean complex I just thought it sounded interesting I yeah that looks dope I'm not wish list really, really covering it at all or talking about it it's coming out on a leap day <laughs> But yeah, very interested in then seeing what they do with that. Anything that says espionage just makes me think Splinter Cell and I get really upset and depressed that there's no Splinter Cell. <laughs> I'm very pleased. You know, I don't do well with sneaky sneaky. I mean, well, some of the Splinter I'm Cells some, some of the Splinter Cell games are made on Unreal Engine 3. I was like, could you not have just done it on the next engine up? I could at least play one. That would be great. Thank you. <laughs> uh, well, I'm interested in I think it's not on itch.io itch, itch anymore, but I'm sure I've got it saved on my on one of my PCs. The the PT Unreal, like the, someone who made the PT in Unreal. I think I definitely have it. I think it got taken down off itch.io. I think they got hit with a wouldn't shock me. Hit with a naughty naughty from Konami. Yeah, I definitely have it. But I've tried it in Vorpex, I think it was. And it was. Oh, no, I have the VR version. Oh, no, yeah, it must have just been the VR version I played, yeah. Yeah. I think it was, was it made in Unity, that one? I don't know. I know, I know I've got 
Oh yeah, it's definitely the VR version one I've got. They made it in Unreal, hmm. um, but yeah, it was a PT VR demo yeah. that worked in Unreal. Yeah, that must be one I've got. But it was on that list. I can't bring myself to play it. But it's on that yeah, list, so it made I me think it. that it wasn't in VR because it was on that list. I think I played it on stream to a point where the demo broke and it wouldn't let me go any further, and I'd have to replay it all. And I was like, Yeah, I was like, I can't be bothered replaying it all again. That new Titanic game looks pretty dope. Oh yeah, yeah. I noticed someone. Um, maybe wait, was it you that shared it with Wooja? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Because the thing is, like, every time I hear oh a Titanic game, my brain used to go to Leonardo DiCaprio dying, um, and then eventually it goes to Logitech joypads. And so when I saw it was like a Titanic game, I was like, oh god. And then I watched the trailer and I realized it was actually a puzzle game and not overly, like, it could literally be, this is on a boat. It just happens to be a sinking boat that also happens to be the Titanic. Mm -hmm. Like, the Titanic is not one of the main features of that game. And so I was like, okay, yeah, this looks dope. Mm. So I'm very much looking forward to to trying that one out. I remember being Um, one of the GXs and had the Titanic VR was there. No, like the experience one waiting going to the wreckage and stuff yes and i yeah. had to go of it and i was like "Ooh!" so when i came home i thought i'm just gonna buy the full full version of that because it was all right for what it did mm-hmm. and then realized it basically just showed me the whole thing when i was at ejects <laughs> oh wow that's bad times <laughs> i mean i could have asked them what was much more to it because i was obviously speaking to the devs after i didn't i just thought well I'll go home and buy this and thinking there was going to be more to it, and I was like, "Oh, they basically showed me the whole, the whole thing." Yeah. Are you going to be looking at Wanderer, the Fragments of Fates? Oh yeah, as soon as that gets its remake, yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm definitely. I. I. I think I'm very close to finishing the flat, the the, the flat version, the current version. Yeah. But I just kind of don't want to. I haven't played through it since I played that review and. For the embargo lifting for the day it came out, and mm-hmm. I've never been back to it You're since. Not touched it since. So I'm thinking that when I go back to it, I maybe might not remember some of the puzzles when the when they make this new thing of it. That's the thing. I it just looks so damn pretty though. Like even the quest version mm-hmm. just looks so good. When they've got themselves like, I think it's great they put all the. You've got all your reflections in, like in the mirror and stuff now as well. Yeah, and they're just doing so much like, good with it. The fact that they've pulled that off in the quest mm. is nowhere near as clear as the PSVR version, which they're showing off. Presumably, the PC version is going to get a similar revamp, and yeah. um, it's going to be a change on there as well. But they keep showing off the PlayStation VR two version and it looks so good yeah i'm definitely looking forward to that one another one that i'm very much looking forward to is um the 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 toast game the toast game the yeah the richie's plank experience people max oh max mustard mad yes that's it max mustard yeah. Very much looking forward to that. Yeah. I think it'll do a good job with a platformer type one. I'm looking forward to, hmm. to seeing 
I was thinking, what what game's about Toast? I was thinking, I'm gonna bring an Iron Bread. <laughs> yeah, no, the developers like Toast. Is it Toast Games? Yeah, is it? That's their name. I think it's, it's something, isn't it? Isn't it? So that's that's what made me go Toast. But yeah, they that that game looks absolutely fantastic. So I'm very much looking forward to, to playing that. Toast Interactive. There we go. Has something to do with Toast. Mm-hmm. Um. There's probably some I'm not even thinking of, which I'm really, really looking forward to. I mean, we might get something to get really excited about tomorrow at the State of Play. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully, indeed. If I hear the Astrobot noise, I'll be happy. Don't think it's going to happen. That's... Yeah. <laughs> I... <laughs> so the thing with that is... With Max Mustard, um, coming out, I hope that they don't mm-hmm. do Astrobot. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Only because Astrobot has left a hole. That was it. Ven Vex. Ven. That fucking yeah. I played the demo of that, and it didn't fill that hold for me and i think that max mustard might hmm. so then if they release an astrobot game it that that means that hole is going to be filled by an actual astrobot game yeah. and then that'll be disappointing yeah i think oh. i really liked Vin. like it was different it was it wasn't as polished as astrobot it wasn't as polished as moss and it had some weird choices and camera angles at times and stuff. But it was it was okay. But it wasn't. It didn't fill a, the whole Astrobot left. Like no, Astrobot's just on another level for that. It really is. That the the Astrobot was one of the first times I played a PSVR game and went, okay, yeah, this is a PC like VR game. It really gives it a run for its money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, at first, I wasn't really... Again, it's another thing where I was like, I'm at EGX when PlayStation VR had a whole segment at one of the EGXs in Birmingham. Like, I went to play Mm. Beat Saber. They were showing Beat Saber off. And I thought, Beat Saber and Blood of Truth, they're the two I want to try. We had to, like, go in the morning and queue to get a slot through the morning. Or go in the afternoon and queue to try and get a slot in the afternoon. But you picked one game and they put you in that game at a set time. And I queued, and I got to the front, and I was like, "Beat Saber, like, we've just given the last Beat Saber slot away." And I was like, "Right, okay." For that day, but like afternoon, I went to go for the afternoon. Yeah. And they're like, "Oh, we have the first one. Oh, we have te- Tetris Effect free now. If you want to go and tr- play, try that, since you've queued, which there's no one in there." And I was like, oh, "Do I really want to go and play Tetris in VR?" But then I did because I'd queued, and again, that instantly saw me Tetris needed VR. That saw me, <laughs> but I had no interest in trying that at all. I thought, I don't really need Terrace in VR. And then the next day I queued, I got a Beat Saber slot. But as I got there and I put the Beat Saber slot in and said, oh, there's Astrobot's free now if you want to go in and try Astrobot now and come back for Beat Saber later, like for your slot. And I was like, oh, yeah. And again, I was just like instantly sold on, Jesus, Astrobot's fantastic. You did the boss fight with the gorilla pulling the teeth out. That's like the level that they had the demo. Yeah. And I was just like, Jesus. I was like, this is, <laughs> this is something... It's crazy how good it is. It really is special. Like, it was one of the things that if ever I was trying to sell a PSVR, 
that'd certainly be one of the things I wanted to use to do it. Yeah. Because that is really does look good, yeah. even for a PSVR game. Like it, it's if you told me it was PC VR, I'd be like, yeah, no, that tracks. They did really good things with it. Yeah. Yeah. So yes, I, I hope that Max Muster doesn't then eventually just become uh, swallowed by Astrobot. Yeah. I think we'll again, like I said earlier, I've not got any. I feel I get excited for the, the state of players when I mention they're gonna show some VR off because we normally get nothing. We normally don't get any. I, yeah, any I, big announcements. I, I, I agree. It's something that I'm just like, you know what? If they tell us there's a thing, that's brilliant. If they don't, then at least. Yeah. I know. So, so hopefully. I've asked for questions. Croy has just asked, advice that Exile, Myth or Legend? We, we've had the conversation. <laughs> we were talking about this earlier. earlier. <sighs> yeah. Um, I... I want it to be a thing because I just like new toys and new toys pushes other toys. Um, so I do want it to be a thing, but I do get massive Decca vibes. Yeah. From Visor. This is our summary from our our conversation on it. It's um yeah. The fact that they've basically started their own financing. Um, in order to try and shoehorn people into giving them four hundred dollars, this is a little scary. Yeah. Um, depending on how refundable that is, I'd be 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 a bit worried. Yeah. So thirteen's asked a question. So you got thrown into ideas for the PSVR two team. So you must have our conversation earlier about the state of it. Is it stagnating or what? Um. What are your ideas for improving the sales and market presence? If I had an answer to that question, I would not be doing the job that I'm doing now. <laughs> um, I, my biggest thing is knowing essentially where are they going wrong. Yeah. So I would like to see exactly what they're sort of doing wrong to say, well, this number should be a lot higher, so we need to take a step to improve that number. Um I would love to see Sony actually advertise it, and it is available. You can walk into a store and buy it now, though, right? Yeah. So that's a thing. Um, you want to sell? You want to sell a PSVR? Um, Killzone. Yeah. Killzone with a gun peripheral. There you go. Mm -hmm. So I've hit. Um... Yeah, bundles. PS5, PSVR bundles would be a great idea as yeah. well. I think 800 quid all in. Seem fair? Yeah. Bit of discount for buying them both together. Give them, mm. Even if you put the Call of, Call of the Mountain bundle in there so you even get the Call of the Mountain to try it out with. Yeah. That, that's... That'll sell a couple of um, PSVRs. I think they need to pull together... One thing they they mentioned through the what their vision is for PlayStation VR 2 before it came out. They mentioned hybrid games like Resi, like the Resis do. So in my head, I've hit the point where I think we should, they should be pushing that. They were, this is our idea. We want to approach developers to do what Resi does. 
touchscreen and VR in one game, but then they don't do it with the excellent first-party titles they've got. So I was going to say, first-party titles would be great. I mean, you own Insomniac games. Spider-Man's a thing. Yeah, or do a Last of Us VR or a God of War VR. You're talking... Is Last of Us first-party? Yeah. Yeah, because you're not. Yeah, you're Naughty Dog, Sony. They own Naughty Dog? Mm-hmm. Huh. Oh. So to me... Um, yeah. I didn't, you see this is, so <laughs> I saw on Twitter recently GT and Mike were saying that they, they made a bet and GT was saying that Sony are going to release or announce 10 first party VR games by the end of the year yeah. and Mike's like I will bet you a chicken dinner they don't mm-hmm. and my first thought was Sony have 10 first party games? <laughs> like how are they I don't it, I, I don't see it. I think Mike is definitely going to enjoy a nice chicken dinner on GT yeah um, I just don't think Sony have got the. I don't think it's lack of confidence. I just that maybe a lack of vision. I don't know. But in they're my, a pretty comfortable position, so why not take a risk? So, like in my view of it, like the hybrid thing is, you're saying you're going to ask developers to do this, but you don't do it yourself. No, you've got to do it yourself to get them, and you've got so the only awesome... people that have is Capcom. Yeah. And Capcom were doing it before Sony said it was going to be a thing with like Resi 7. And, and Yeah. And it's just like, that's what they wanted. And I mean, they've done it for GT7, I suppose. But I was like, that's, that is astonishing. Yeah. GT7 is a great shout. Man, like you've got they it. should bundle that with a fucking PlayStation VR. Yeah. Like you've got it for God of War. You've got Uncharted. You've got Last of Us. You've got Spider Man. You've got dead IPs you haven't done for a while. Like the only Insomniac again now, so well, the only Insomniac now they've got Resistance Fallen Man, Lemmed, Killzone. Like, you've got dead IPs that you could just even if resurrect just, and VR, and even if just a port. Like, I've recently been playing yeah. upon my Twitter, I reinstalled um Killzone Shadowfall recently, mm-hmm. PlayStation 4 release day game, it still holds up. It's had no PS5 enhancements, apart from it runs better, runs at a high, I think it runs at 60 frames rather than 30, but the graphics, everything's the same, and it holds up the games that are being released now on, this now, on PlayStation 5, like, visually, and how smooth the gameplay, gunplay and stuff is, like, so why not just give us a... Yeah. A cut off there? Croy wants to know if he should um, give up on the Deckard. Uh, has the world moved on from the decade or is copium still being extracted for inhaling? Uh, inhaling? Um, I I honestly don't think there's anything to be excited about from Valve. No. I just don't. You'd think that they would do something, anything. I mean, decade makes sense for... Um, you know, Steam Deck um, being included in the Steam VR, it, it would make sense they would call it a Deckard, mm-hmm. especially with the whole um, the, the, the Blade Runner references and things like that. But uh, it could be 10 years away now in Valve. Yeah. I That's mean, the problem. How long has the Index been out now? 20... 
17 is it when was when was the index released when when why team might be a bit early why you search out where what when they announced that with the bit of information they were giving us free valve ips in vr we've had half-life alex <laughs> yeah where the other five yeah. years yeah so croy says it's 2019 and i totally believe that as well um the i love the index i've said it a million times and i will continue to say it i love the index it is a fantastic headset it's just old mm -hmm. and that's the problem it is really showing its age now if you put on a modern headset whatever your poison of choice is the display shows its age yeah So if you own an index, don't put on a modern headset because then you won't miss it. But yeah, they um, they need to do something. Even if they turn around and said, "Oh yeah, we've updated the index; it's now got a better panel in it." Yeah, people would buy it in a heartbeat. They would chuck four hundred quid at, at, at Valve to just get another index with a better panel in it. Yeah. I don't even need to go pancake. Just just put a better panel in it. Same yeah. headset, different screen. People would buy it in droves. Yeah. They did it with the, the Steam Deck. So mm -hmm. it'd be great if they did that with the Index. I'd do it. I'd get a spare cable. I'd get a new warranty. I'd be in. I'd totally do it. Yeah. New Index, different panel. I mean, I love I love Brad does all these deep dives and tries to extract stuff out. He does a fantastic job at it. Um, but I just fail to get excited about anything until it's actually announced by the company. Never mind who it is. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. <laughs> especially no, especially when it's Valve. Mm -hmm. I mean, how long have people been like, oh yeah, Half Life Three Portal? Like those rumors have been circulating for decades. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. So that's that's the thing. So it'd be nice if they just they just gave it a little bit of a, a little bit of a refresh, if nothing else. Yeah. But I don't. I'm not, I'm definitely not. You know, putting money aside for the new Steve headset. No. I don't think we're gonna see it this year. No. I, I I we I don't I we. I don't think we're ever going to see it, but I definitely don't think we're going to see it this year. I hope I am wrong. Mm -hmm. Indeed, I do. Got a question for So, what's coming up on this season of the podcast? Um, I don't know. Who should we ask? <laughs> yeah, it's a sort of you know working on trying to get guests. Yes. Um, we want to try and bring third people, more people on the on the screen. Yeah. Um, I've been floating an idea between uh, Paul and and two other people for a crossover podcast, but I I don't know if we'd have to wait for the between season for that one or mm. or whatever. Yeah. But, um, I would very much love to make that happen this year. So we'll see if if that can come come about. Yeah. Obviously, with um, our. With our choice to make it the last Tuesday of every month, if a developer can't obviously make the last Tuesday of the month that wants to be on, we will pre-record 
and then that's one of the things yeah because time zones are a thing as well yeah. so we've been chatting to a developer and they are available but 8 p.m on a tuesday night it's 8 p.m on a tuesday night it's not to not for them. Us is like 6 a.m in the morning for them so it's like <laughs> yeah so um we're working on Tokyo time then it's no good we will be pre-recording but we will then just run the pre-record as part of the the stream and we will be in the we will be mm. in the in the live chat on the side basically why it's why it's going um but some might make live some we might have to pre-record it just depends on time zones and availabilities and <laughs> yeah and there's a good chance that it might be like uh, an hour's worth of, of pre-recorded mm -hmm. we'll sit in the chat and then afterwards we'll we'll come and chat about whatever's been going on that month or something like yeah. that. Well, it's one of those things that we'll just have to to wing that um, as and when it happens. Yeah. And yes, Croy, seventy hours in Power World is too much. <laughs> I envy you. Yeah, very very much. Um. As the one from Croy is. I think though Croyzo said the one only advantage of a low res HMD is running games at higher qualities, which that was so. You're absolutely right in that I was trying the UEVR uh, mod and I was sat there in the Quest Three and I was like, "Oh, this is running like forty frames per second. and then I thought, "Well, I know the resolution of the index panel is lower, so I'll launch it in the index and then it worked a lot better yeah. um you can just knock the resolution down in in uevr if if you wanted to yeah um and the the, the panel itself will do a bit of um for you yeah so it is and the, the the thing i love about the index is the simplicity it's so simple yeah i just push a button and it works like it, it's so so good for that so yeah it is a stunning headset. It's quite weighty. I I found that when I I put it on to try high and high on life because I was having issues with the TPVR with that, and I was like, this feels so heavy now because I've not worn it for so long. Yeah, I was like, this feels there. There's so many headset. things about it that its shortcomings are not obvious until you go looking for them, and then you're like, oh yeah, that's a thing. But the shortcomings and are then... like an age thing, on as well. Like all of them are just yeah. due to the age, really. I I wish they would just sell their freaking headphones. I know. That's... To just be, you know, yeah. attachable to anything. That would be brilliant. Yeah, definitely. I can say the audio on the microphone is non comparable on any yeah. other like every other headset can't do it. <laughs> it's I so for the longest time I've been trying other headsets but i cannot bring myself to disconnect the index mm -hmm. i like knowing that it's there yeah and that's the thing i like knowing that if i'm ever having a problem i can just push a button and i can be in the index the controllers are probably dead because i've used them a bunch of times and not actually charged them since but i just like knowing that if ever i'm struggling the index is just sat there like yep i'll help you out don't worry pal come on yeah and it'll work Burns tell me I should be plugging the mic there. I should really, but <laughs> hope the micro You're alone on that one. Index having the best microphone. Mod mic is an option if not. Um because I'm a big 
push your mod mic up. It's the no best built-in microphone. Yeah. To, to a best microphone built into a headset. Yeah. Mod mic is a uh, uh, microphone. Yeah. It's a wireless microphone, I'll which I, I find's good. But I mean, I'm, I'll join the stream team, so I obviously like the product. Um. But yeah, it's a, it's an option. If you don't, if you don't have an index, at least it's a, it's a solid microphone option. Yeah, it is. Um, a very solid microphone option. And the last question, I mean, it's it's great to end it with, what chocolate do you want? What occasion? Um, part of me wants to say marabou with dime. Part of me wants to say lint, salted caramel. Mm. So I'm I'm torn. Um, like if I was to pick an Easter egg right now, I'd probably go for a dime bar one. Went for Easter Easter, to the head. Easter egg. Give me a Reese's. Um, Solid choice. Peanut butter is life. General chocolate. Like live open mic, tell you now otherwise. A general chocolate option. Um, just because they're going away and they shouldn't be going away. But I didn't buy them while they were there, but now they're going away. I, I, I know how much they are, lovely they are. And that's Caramac. Yeah, don't take they're going away? Yeah, they're, discon they're not making them anymore. They've been discontinued. Uh, it's like shit anyway. They go away, and I, and I was like, hold on, that chocolate was great. 13 brought me like three, three packets of them, but they've all gone. I saw a recipe to um to make Caramac. Mm. Apparently it's, it's a very good... Um, yeah. <laughs> but I think that's a good... We're to end the first episode for season three, talking about what chocolate we like. Um, <laughs> took me a while to um, remember how to do it, so thanks for sticking with me on that one. Hopefully, we will have a we might have a guest next month. Hopefully, uh, we have one lined up, but we don't know which month if it's going to be February or March. Um, I'm going to have to chase them and ask them. <laughs> I have many different people that i'm i'm trying to, yeah. to get on so um we have options let's just put it that way we have options if there's anybody you want to know any devs that you want us to talk to uh anybody that you want to to hear from tell us and we can tell them that our our audience is demanding it mm. and then it wouldn't be a lie yeah just let us know i know we need to get jimmy on i'm sure we won't have a problem getting jimmy on I would love to. I would love Sumo to be doing something um, promotion worthy, but yeah, um, that's the only problem now with Jimmy. It's like he's not really have anything VR to promote. He's a good person to come on and talk about VR. He's just a guest, but he yes. won't have much like this and this to do. So yeah. Oh, that's a good good shout, Cry. Um, mm. I will. I will get on that. Yes. So thank you for everyone who's joined. For the first one back, we'll be back on. We can actually give you dates now. We'll be back on the. Get my calendar up. 27th, 27th of February. 
We will yep. be back. Four weeks from now, Four February the 27th. Be here or be anywhere else you want to be. You would not got a gun to your head. I said at but the end, your children. End of December, it's going to be last Tuesday of every month. Obviously, holidays permitting. We will always be sticking to that. So, 27th February. So, thank you for everyone who's joined. And we'll be back next month. Thanks for listening to the VRverse podcast. Join us again next month for more virtual reality goodness.